Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Welcome to Bitches on Comics, and happy holidays! I'm your host, Essie Fleenor. I am your other host, Sarah Century, also enjoying the holidays over here. Yes. We both love uh, cold and winter and being inside. So check, check, check. Under a blanket. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Covered with Uh, cats. Under a blanket with a bunny on your lap. I have a rabbit. Yes. (laughs) Um, I am sitting by the fire with my dog, who is definitely from the desert, who sits so close to the fire, I'm afraid he will catch flame. But uh, his older brother did once, and we put it out, so I think we can handle it. <laughs> It'll be okay if it happens. All right. Yeah, we've, we've got a game plan, and it's get away from that, damn it! <laughs> Which works, usually. You know, something that loyal listeners will know is Sarah and I are not always the hugest fan of the holidays, but if you're going to have to live through this time of year, you got to find ways to cope. And one of mine is is comics and comic-related programs that are holiday-centric and then also the Bob's Burgers holiday episodes. And Sarah, you're a big fan of some special Christmas holiday-style things as well. Yeah, basically anytime superheroes try to celebrate the holidays, it's always really funny to me because they don't know how to do it and, like, they always <laughs> mess it up. And uh, I think that that is especially true here. <laughs> I mean, the only person who succeeds, I think, is Harley and Red Tornado. Both of them get into that good old Christmas spirit. But today we're talking about some Batman episodes. And if there is anybody in this world that doesn't know how to celebrate Christmas, it's Wolverine. But the second person is definitely Batman. Batman, yeah. For, you know, understandable reasons, because he has like some Christmas time hangups. Crime doesn't take a holiday, neither do I. I never take holidays. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you sh- probably should. I think you it would might want to try. <laughs> so, we're talking about Christmas with the Joker from Batman the Animated Series. And the next one, which is Holiday Nights from the new Batman Adventures, which is like the same thing, right? But just a yeah, little bit later. Yeah, it's just like a rebranding. They rebranded that show three times. It's so yeah. weird. And Brave and the Bold. What was the name of this episode? Invasion of the Secret Santas. There's yes. an exclamation point, so I wanted to get that across. Yeah, they always do. So Brave and the Bold's really fun for all of the obvious reasons, but the exclamation points really help. They really do. Christmas with the Joker is maybe the most famous episode of Batman, the animated series. I would say... I think that almost anybody would be able to reference this. This is Mark Hamill Joker at his very finest. He escapes <laughs> he escapes <laughs> Arkham in a Christmas tree. Like It's so funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. And he's singing Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin <laughs> laid an egg. <laughs> yeah. I never think the Joker is funny, but I do think this Joker is funny. I think that Mark Hamill has this great ability of going between 
actual laughs and then just being so, so scary at the same time. Yeah, totally. So he's the one. I mean, if you're going to talk about the person who excels at that the most, I'd say it's him. But there's many Jokers that are of many flavors. There's three Jokers, in fact. Uh, Sorry, comic books. Um, Anyway, (laughs) inside us each is three Jokers. (laughs) You must choose the higher Joker. To lead your actions. <laughs> yeah. Joker seems pretty high in this episode. <laughs> he basically just goes missing, right? So Batman's like, oh my God, we've got to patrol, patrol, patrol. It's time to patrol. And all Dick wants to do is like, can we please watch It's a Wonderful Life? And Bruce is just like, no, there will be crimes that must be dealt with. I've and never... then they get like the bat signal and Dick's like, God damn it, he's always right. <laughs> he's like... I never watched it because I could never get past the title because, like, he's just there to completely rain on Dick's parade pretty much. Yes, like, every that's time right. he's just like, I just want to hang out and have a Christmas. He's just like, I'm the Batman. Batmans <laughs> don't have Christmas. <laughs> I am a Batman. We do not have Christmas. <laughs> yeah, my dad was a doctor and I am a Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> too true too real we work at night we don't get christmas but there's nothing going on right like they kind of are just like jesus christ but then they do get that bat signal as you said and it's our friend the joker (laughs) oh right it's not even that they get the bat signal it's that they sit down to watch the movie and joker is on every channel (laughs) yeah and he is basically just like hey i'm gonna kill some people Who's game for some dead people? (laughs) Get that noodle working overtime, Batman, because I'm about to commit murder on Christmas. And Batman's just like, looks at Dick like, see, told you. And Dick's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, let's just go beat this guy up. I told you I am the Batman and we do not have Christmas. And Dick's just like, I don't even know what to say. Like, (laughs) I just wanted to sit. (laughs) Not allowed, bud. Chum. Mm, Too good. (laughs) So, yeah, they try to get Joker, and they succeed. (laughs) It's it's like a very classic, like, Joker Batman animated episode. Yeah. He tries to blow up a bridge, and Batman stops his henchmen, who are named Donner and Blitzen, for the record. Then he's like in a warehouse where there's like a Joker in the box, as there always is. And then there's like creepy music. And then it's like holiday music. Yeah, the dance of the sugar plum fairies while he's like fighting a giant robot. Toy soldiers. Is yeah. it the toy soldiers? <laughs> so it's all basically a hell of Joker's design. This is how the Joker sees Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's so funny. You know, just like perverted toys that are like (laughs) coming to life to kill you. And you're just like, oh, this feels personal. Um, Harley is there. Oh, yeah. I don't know what Harley does. Like, she's just kind of like there and she like opens a present. And yeah, I I don't know. She's very random in it. But, you know, I'll take Harley. It's the early days. Yeah. This is like one of her early appearances. It's not the first one, but it might be like the second or third. Right. And she's still just kind of another henchman at this point. Right. She's like a sexy henchman who giggles. Like, that's it. Yeah. But they end up getting the drop on Joker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's all of the classic elements. And then, of course, they go back to the mansion. And, uh, you know, Bruce didn't mind It's a Wonderful Life, it turns out. 
It's all it right. It does have its moments. <laughs> it does have its moments, says Bruce Wayne, a hater of fun and joy. Uh, I love it. It's totally ridiculous. Like you said, it's one of the jokers I can really like enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge fan, neither of us is, but it was it was fun to see him sort of be more of that like really funny but really dangerous character. I actually laughed out loud a couple times, which I usually don't laugh at all with the Joker. So at all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was what was interesting about this one was that he is actually kind of funny. Like that thing with the dance of the sugar plum fairies is honestly hilarious. If you were gonna try to kill somebody, you wouldn't just like shoot them. You would like <laughs> do this, you know? Yeah. Like there's something really funny about it. And then like, you know, there's like that classic moment where he almost falls into the thing he was gonna use to kill people, you uh-huh. know? And then he gets caught by Batman and spared at the last moment and he's like pissed off, you know? He's like, Oh fucking Batman. <laughs> it's just like yeah. perfect. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I enjoy it. This is actually one of the best, I would say one of the best Joker stories too. It's like a fun Batman story. It's a fun Robin story because the whole time you just are like, Dick, your your childhood is weird, man. And then with, with the Joker actually being funny and having Mark Hamill be behind this character, which I kind of miss. I agree. He does such a good job with like making his voice gravelly. Yeah, he really does. Okay, so the next one we have is we're going to talk about Holiday Nights, which was the premiere episode of the new Batman Adventures. It is the same show, which was rebranded from Batman TAS to the Adventures of Batman and Robin to then the new Batman Adventures. All the same show, all the same storyline. Yeah, the stylism, right, is like a little bit different. Like it's a little bit That's more true. stylistic and sleek. But the or intros are like the same on all same. three of them. <laughs> and it's like same, you know, Paul Dini's still behind it. It's like same, 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 pretty much. So this episode is, I've seen it a lot of times. I watched it a lot as a kid. Watching it back makes me understand certain things about myself. It's like surprisingly really hot at the beginning. Oh my God. Like, Ivy just kind of like pushes hard. Okay. So, like, they're both just sitting, and Harley's just, oh, I want to have like a Christmas, Christmas, da 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 da, you know, which once again, we talk about this again and again. Harley's a Jewish character. I always think that we maybe could stand to hear a little bit more <laughs> about that. Yeah, I would love to hear about her relationship to Judaism, you know? Yeah, because it's mostly just her celebrating Christmas and stories. But that aside, because that's a whole episode. <laughs> that neither of us is the best person to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have that episode someday soon, I'm sure. But basically, she's talking about how much she wishes to have a Christmas. And Poison Ivy just goes like dumb and just starts like pushing her down on the bed and like. And Harley's just in her underwear. Her and, and she's smiling so big. She's oh, like, yeah. <laughs> best time of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, yeah, it shows Poison Ivy has her hand where she's kind of pinning Harley to the bed a little bit. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? Like, what a saucy opening. <laughs> really got away with a lot here. Like, kind of surprising. It's like in Love Actually when the British guy comes to the US and the women are all like, we're so poor. We have to share a bed and we don't even have money for clothes. I feel like that's what Harley and Ivy are doing. Yeah, <laughs> because like, there's only we have one to bed. share a bed. And they're like, Slash, this is the best experience of my life. <laughs> They're in like a tiny like kitchenette apartment and there is only one bed. 
Oh my God. And there's two of them. And the other thing about the structure of the episode is there's like three sub stories, but then it goes from December 22nd to January 1st. And there is a comic book adaptation. I believe the comic book comes second, but I'm not sure. It's also written by Paul Dini. (laughs) Yeah, it's by Paul Dini. And there's some extra jokes in the comic, too, that I think are really good. And they talk about her being Jewish. Yes, they actually do address it. Where she's like, aren't you Jewish? And she's like, yeah, I still can celebrate Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, actually, the comic is first and the TV show is the adaptation of the comic. So the more you know. In the TV show, there is no mention of her being Jewish. No, but if you do want to read that comic as you watch the special, which I highly recommend, it's called The Batman Adventures Holiday Special 1994, number one. And yes, written by Paul Dini. And it is almost like shot for shot the exact same as the cop or as the cartoon, which is yeah. which is funny. But yes, Harley does talk about being Jewish in that and is exactly like you said, like, oh, it's who cares? I can also do this. Yeah. So yeah, so it's December 22nd. They're poor and not wearing enough clothing and so cold and <laughs> pushing each other around. They and- just have to huddle together on their bed. <laughs> their one bed. Because they're too poor for two beds. Um, It's hot. It's so hot. I was just like, oh, my God, this is a cartoon, but what's up? (laughs) You love to see it, you know? Indeed. Indubitably. (laughs) Uh, So then they're like, well, we need money. Who has money? Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny because this whole episode is just them pranking that guy so hard. There's like, oh, Bruce Wayne's under the mistletoe. And then all these women like try to mob him, basically. So it's like there is that acknowledgement of him as like a sex symbol. But neither Harley or Ivy have any interest like that, right? It's totally just them using him because he's a rich prop for them. It's so funny. And it feels so um, in line with both of them as characters. Yeah. And when you take a step back from it, you're like, Well, this is, like, almost a good thing. Right. They're, like, taking money from this millionaire. And, like, yes, they buy some nice things for themselves, which, like, I'm not here to hate. And they have so much fun. It's such a cute date night, right? Like, they're so cute together in this episode. I was just, like, it's wild how many people watched this and were just, like, those two are very good roommates to each other. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, like... Uh, yeah, no, they're definitely fucking, um, Naked time roommates who share a bed. Who also, like, literally are on this beautiful date together where they're just like, (laughs) reach for the sky, steal all that you want from this, like, department store, fuck rich people. It's just like, yeah, you marry that girl, like, you marry the girl that takes you to, like, (laughs) the department store by, like, robbing Bruce Wayne. But, you know, that's just what I would do. I don't want to tell anybody else how to live. It's a pretty good way to live. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. 
Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Do you like science fiction? I'm Carrie Bechet, and if you loved movies like Arrival or Interstellar, then you're going to want to check out my podcast, Hypothetical. On Hypothetical, we tell speculative sci-fi stories interwoven with real science. New episodes every Tuesday, available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Batman figures out what's happening. <laughs> he falls down the elevator chute, and they're just like, oh, my, oh, oh he right. died. <laughs> I guess we were going to kill him anyways. That was literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen is them being like, oh, he died. <laughs> oh, no, he died. But I love when they're, like, on their shopping spree, and they both put on, like, 60s clothes or 70s clothes and they point at each other and they and look like, like they're ah! about to kiss like yes it is so sweet and they're it like really so funny is. i mean this is the cutest moment in this entire series <laughs> like there's a lot yeah. of sweet father-son bonding you know and stuff like that for uh bruce and dick in this series and Selena's really cool, but it's mostly just her trying to, like, prove herself to him or him just, like, not trusting her, I guess. And then her being like, yeah, well, you should have trusted me from the beginning. Yeah, there's other cute moments, but this is literally the most romantic episode of this entire series, I think. I completely agree. They're just so cute. And they're just having a good time, you know? Like, yes, technically they're doing something illegal, but, like, they're not murdering a bunch of people. <laughs> they're just like, hey... It's the holidays. This guy has more money than he knows what to do with. Let's, like, get ourselves something special. And I yeah. have a hard time condemning that personally. Girl, you wanted a Christmas, I'm going to give you a Christmas. And I'm just like, oh, my God. What I wouldn't give to be either one of those I girls. just want to marry you two also. <laughs> like, let me be there, too. Oh, and they have, like, a really cool fight scene at the end of the segment where... Harley and I are still on the naughty list. <laughs> like, it was so kinky. Oh, my I God. I am obsessed. Like, that line is just, like, seared into my mind. I will never, ever forget it. And it's like, yes, you are naughty indeed. And, of course, Batman beats them because it's his show. But it's cute because that Christmas tree crushes them, which is hilarious. They both get, like, pinned to the oh, ground by the Christmas right. tree. And she's like, you got your stupid tree. Are you happy? And Harley goes, yeah. <laughs> I just went on a beautiful date with the love of my life. Of course I'm happy. <laughs> I know. It's so sweet. I was just oh like, I love this episode. Like, I loved this as a kid. It holds up really well. For sure. everybody thanks for listening to the pod we're super pumped to have you here with us you know what you can do to help us out is you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform we're not even asking you to go to multiple platforms baby just choose what you're already listening to pop on in there give us five stars if you give us anything less i will cry then write a nice word like oh these bitches that's good enough we love it The next segment is about Batgirl, Barbara, and Clayface. And so there's yes. like, it, this one kind of sucks because it's very capitalist, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's a cop. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like, it's just kind of, I mean, Clayface sucks in this. He's not 
as defined as he is sometimes, you know, so his character isn't as fun as we'd like it to be. It's a really short story. Yeah. Um, it's a fun little fight, basically. So it's not so bad or anything. Yeah, Clayface does some cool stuff that I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I always forget that his body can do, like, pretty much anything. I do want to note that Renee Montoya is Looks in good. it. And she looks good. Yeah, this is like a thirst episode for me because I was just like, oh, and here's Renee Montoya, like, dressed like an elf and stuff and, like, not wearing pants at all. And I'm totally fine with that. And then Harvey Bullock is in it as Santa, which is really funny, too. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. It was fine. It was cute. Not enough Renee, of course. Of Um, course. Barbara was being a helicopter, which she was sometimes on this show, and that's fine, I guess, for her on the show. Yeah. Then we cut to December 31st, so we skip right over the Christian holiday, and it's Joker time, because it's always going to be Joker time if you're doing a compilation, right? And he's just screaming. (laughs) He's just, like, going off. It's actually pretty cute. It is kind of. I also thought this one was, like, a pretty decent Joker story. And then there's, like, a moment where Batman, like, figures out the the scheme, you know, and is like, oh, this will be easy. Joker will stand out in any crowd. And then Joker's like, and he gave everyone a mask of him, you know? It's like, I appreciate that. That was, like, cute because it's, like... You know, befuddling Batman is always, like, kind of an adorable move, I guess. It's true, yeah. Yeah. Like, this is kind of cute and flirty, too. <laughs> yeah, there. you're right. There is a good amount of flirtation going on. And then, you know, here's how the official summary puts it. The ever-alert Dark Knight snatches the bottle and sprays it all over the controls. Because, you know, Joker hit him in the back of the head with a champagne bottle. And then he wins. <laughs> yeah. It's Batman stuff. And then he wins. Oh, my God. It is The really last sweet. little itty bit is January 1st, the next day. But it's only hours after midnight. We, like, cut to a cafe and Commissioner Gordon's, like, having a cup of coffee. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the server's like, I think you'll be drinking alone tonight. And he's like, no, my friend always shows up. <laughs> my friend is gonna be here my friend is coming save him and then he's there and then he and leaves then he's gone <laughs> <laughs> he's like that's nice jim and then like leaves exactly and jim's like all right you got me i let you, you got me man. again i let you yeah that's how i feel like that that whole part goes plays out yeah i would ship them almost except for i really do like them just as being weird friends they're both so awkward and strange and jim's just like maybe just okay Okay. (laughs) Bye. Uh, I love it. it. It's so funny. The final episode we'll be discussing is actually from the Batman, the Brave and the Bold, or Batman, the Brave and the Bold. And uh, this one is called Invasion of the Secret Santas. It is so cute. I really liked this one. Yeah, same. I loved it. I thought it was great. P.S. Brave and the Bold is a super underrated cartoon. So if anybody just wants to watch something that's really sweet starring Batman, then that's a pretty great place to start. And it has like a little bit of that Johnny Bravo humor. So it's like a little bit goofier than the other series that we were just talking about. The Avengers Batman Robin slash the new Adventures of Batman. It captures that 60s feel Batman in a way that is also modern, right? So it's actually really good. I just don't think enough people loved that series because <laughs> I'm just like I loved it I like watch it all the time it's super cute yeah so it has like that cold open of like Sportsmaster oh, I love Sportsmaster I think he's such a funny villain bowling yeah. and <laughs> fighting you know Batman and Blue Beetle <laughs> 
Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> what? Blue Beetle's really cute in this too because so he's like, cute. I'll help Batman. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I love how he's always like talking to his suit and then he's like, I don't think Batman talks to his suit. <laughs> his suit's <laughs> like, uh, I don't think his suit's sentient, dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. I really wish that that character had been in the series more because that was a really fun little short appearance. Because all of the episodes always have a cold open that goes for a few minutes, and they're always really fun. But then it goes into the greater episode, which is Red Tornado, um, <laughs> who is an android, I guess is what we would say. But is yeah. definitely kind of a complicated old school DC hero who in the original days, I believe, shared a body with, I forget her name, Ma something, but she's like kind of an older lady. They've changed Red Tornado a whole bunch of times. And this, I believe, Red Tornado is just an android. Like, there's not yeah. an alternate personality or anything. And it's, again, very cute. It's so funny because he, like, poses as, a, like, a college professor, but, like, looks exactly the same. Yeah. And is an android, like, talks like an android, like, discusses things as an android. They're, like, Christmas <laughs> spirit and Red Tornado's, like... Christmas spirit. I've never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, the whole story is Red Tornado trying to feel Christmas spirit, right? Yeah. He's decorating his house. He's making presents. He's going caroling. And he's like, I don't feel anything. <laughs> yeah. And Batman, of course, being the worst person to talk to you about the holidays. <laughs> he's just, like, having traumatic flashbacks uh -huh. to, like, his childhood and how his parents were killed. And it's just like, what? Yeah, I was a brat the night that my parents died. I love that no matter what's happening— it is relevant specifically to the death of his parents. I swear to like, God, yeah. Every adaptation, they're like, he died at Christmas. Oh, he died at the opera. Oh, they died at a movie. They died at the... And it's just like, Valentine's anyone? Day? Yeah, guess what happened on <laughs> Valentine's Day? Death. Yeah, his parents died. I hope you didn't plan Many on times. celebrating it, you monster. <laughs> so, like, yeah, that's basically, like, every Batman story. But this one... It makes it so inappropriately hilarious because he's just, like, sad and upset about it. And then Red Tornado's just like... I don't know what the Christmas spirit is. <laughs> Red Tornado's like, do you want to fight the villain? Because <laughs> <laughs> then Funhouse shows up yeah. who unleashes an army of robot Santas. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, man. They fight the Santas, which is always... I love anything where someone has to fight Santa because it's just, like... You know, there's something just so wrong about fighting Santa. Right. But it's, like, really funny because you're like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. But he, 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 they're not the real Santa, <laughs> but he, 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 you're fighting Santa. <laughs> it's like, oh, too cute. It is cute. Yeah. And, of course, Red Tornado finds the Christmas spirit in the end. It's very touching. <laughs> Him and Batman. And Batman's just like, I like Christmas spirit, too, but I like fighting crime more. <laughs> and then he says again. Crime doesn't take a holiday, and neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Batman. Well, I hope Red Tornado had a good Christmas at least. <laughs> Sorry about your parents again. Oh, oh, right. Doesn't 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 Red Tornado get like blown up at the end? Yeah, and then he's like ha having to be taken to Star Labs, and he's like, "Oh, this is a wonderful sensation." The Christmas spirit, <laughs> and Batman's like, "Nope." <laughs> Long time ago, sad stuff happened, and I'm upset about it still, and I'll never not be upset, and it's relevant to everything that happens. Oh, my gosh. And then Alfred leaves him a present in his car, and you're just like, Alfred, you're too good. Too good for this this Batman. 
however much they're paying you, Alfred, all I can say is it is not enough. Oh my God, no, not enough for that whole bag of issues. Imagine how many times he had to hold him while he's crying. Oof, a lot of crying, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, so if you are looking for something to do with your holiday, we have recommendations. Those are all really good. Christmas with a Joker, Holiday Nights, and Invasion of the Secret Santas! Truly giggle-worthy, delightful, some of the best Joker representations. Just a good time. I ship it. (laughs) Everything that happened in these episodes, I ship. a podcast that is all about making comic books more accessible to LGBTQ folks and women. So if you have a question about anything related to comics, comic adaptations, pop culture in general, conventions, cosplay, you name it, that's what we're here for. You can send us your questions at bitchesoncomics at gmail.com. Unfortunately, Gmail does not like the word bitch. They're pretty judgy about it. So (laughs) we can't have it spelled out. It is B dot T-C-H-E-S-O-N-C-O-M-I-C-S at gmail.com. And do you remember there's no I'm bitch? If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by rating and reviewing us on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Sarah Century, and you can find me at www.sarahcentury.com and Twitter and Instagram. Still Sarah Century on those. I'm S.E. Fleenor. You can learn more about me at sefleenor.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at at S.E. underscore Fleenor. Bitches on Comics is recorded by Kate Warner, who plays in the band Churchfire. You can find them at churchfiremusic.com. Our music is recorded by Katie Taylor, who plays as Earth Control Pill. You can find her music at earthcontrolpill.bandcamp.com. Bitches on Comics is recorded in Denver, Colorado. We want to recognize the indigenous peoples who have inhabited and do inhabit this land. The Arapaho Nation, the Ute Nation, the Cheyenne Nation, and others who have been erased from our history and collective memories through colonization. Anna Sheridan. New York Times bestselling author of Supernatural Horror. Missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Is the compass broken? Or did I turn to the Given the circumstances of her disappearance, someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierce the veil, so to speak. Weak radio signal. 700 meters. Closing fast. There's no place for ghost stories and close encounters in this investigation, or any other. I need you to find me. Of course. What else would it be? The Sheridan Tapes, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.